Dr. Marilise Stuart. Hello there, Colossa. Welcome to the show. Um, those who've just joined us, um, you're in the last hour of the show with myself, Colossa Matigizela, on the overnight, and we're talking to Dr. Swart around matters of sexual health. Um, thank you, Dr. Swart, for joining us at such a godforsaken hour of the morning, and welcome <laughs> to my show. <laughs> yes, I hope somebody's listening. I'm sure there is. I mean, this is a topic that I know. And I was telling my friends earlier on that this is what I'll be doing on the show. Obviously, they were very interested. So I think it's a very topical um, conversation that we're having. And really, thank you for making the time. But I think before we start, um, could you just tell us a bit about what uh, polyamory means? Because, I mean, when I first saw it, I thought my producer, Mohale, had made... Uh, a boo-boo and was supposed to be polygamous yes. and he actually said no 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 it's correct it is poly how do I pronounce it polyamory yes polyamory um so if yes. uh, I mean for those other listeners like myself who have never heard of polyamory can you just tell us what is the difference between the two between polyamory yes. and polygamy yeah um well po- polyamory is based on the greek and latin um word for many loves so um it it mean it has more of a um focus on romantic love than just sexuality where you will find where the swingers go the swingers go to, for recreational sex and that's what they have their eyes set on mm. uh but a poly, polyamorous person is someone who ha- who has or is open to having more than one romantic relationship at a time the knowledge and consent of all their partners so everybody's on the same page there's no cheating oh so is it just a nicer way of of being a um, a promiscuous person i would not say so <laughs> because there there are um very uh, strict um guidelines and rules uh, so everybody you know the, um, the, there are some beautiful um words that people try to to get to and and um it would be like honesty integrity um no cheating um etc so mm. uh, it is a it is a um yeah it it's a concept that um that that is definitely far away from cheating and from uh, um swing, swingers clubs and promiscuity um, is this something very common in our society? I mean, in particular, in, in from an African continent point of view, and then obviously we live in, in South Africa from a South African point yes. of view. Is this something really common that we're seeing in our society? Well, you know, I uh, it's definitely becoming more, um, uh, people are becoming more aware that uh, monogamy isn't uh, working so wonderfully because the divorce rate is is about 50% or more. So people are starting to ask themselves questions and say, who am I? Am I made for just one person or uh, am I maybe a person that would fit better in a, in an open relationship where there um, where there are certain rules? So uh, um, it's not totally open because um, I, I myself as a sex therapist, I, I um, don't often get people that come to me and and say we are in a polyamorous um, relationship. I'm not sure if that is because they they don't have many problems. But I said uh, definitely the the biggest part of my practice is not 
um, people in a polyamorous relationship. I would mm. say the biggest part of my practice is people in monogamous relationships where there is cheating and where they are having sexual issues. Mm. Mm. Um, and in, I know you've touched on it a bit, um, Dr. Swart, when you spoke about obviously uh, the number of divorce rates that we're seeing, um, 50, 50% plus um, divorces. Yes. And you also mentioned that that is possibly the reason why people will go into a polyamorous um, relationship because they're starting to question, is it for them? Yes. What, are the, what are the other reasons that you would think are besides that, that a person would consciously and, and, and rightfully and, and decisively decide this is what I want to do. I want to have more than one or two partners at a time. What is one of the fundamental reasons besides the fact that people are starting to doubt monogamous relationships and wanting to explore, but what else would be the driver behind making such a choice? Yeah, you know, uh, people are just so much more informed because of social media. So, you know, um, you you might hear it from a friend that that might might have read about it, or you could type in um, polyamory um, or, um, you know, why, uh, what other... um, avenues are there uh, besides monogamy because uh, perhaps your monogamous relationship you might feel that you've outgrown it uh, so uh, you know uh, i think it's, it's social media that 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 might spark our um our interest and and give us more information and suddenly we, we discover something and then it, it tells you exactly where, you know, what sort of groups to join to get more information, what books to buy, um, what what um, you can also join um, websites, um, even online dating websites where you can find people that are more into um, open relationships. So suddenly... Whereas before the, the 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 days of the computer and before the social media came into our lives, we had no clue um, uh, unless we lived in a library. But um, mm-hmm. now it's 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 really at at our fingertips. Mm. So yeah, so we're we're definitely much more informed, and and you know, magazines write about it and question monogamy and. Um, so it's it's all it's all over um uh, you know if you just look as i say the divorce rates um in every family uh, almost there is uh, people that are divorced and and suddenly people are starting to wonder society tells me to be monogamous but is it really working and i'm not trying here to be against monogamy i think there's a there's a place for monogamy and um um some there are there are people for it it really works for them, but there is also a place for for other um uh, setups for relationships that also uh, can work different preferences um, there yeah um, and, and on that note, are open relationships more sexually dangerous than monogamous relationships in your experience well, and from what you've it, seen? Are you meaning for is like for sexually transmitted diseases, or are, did you have anything specific in mind? I think first of all for sexually transmitted diseases, but I think also for sexual emotional um, intelligence, um, if there's such a thing. I mean, you you are an expert in this, so you'd be, you'd tell me if there is mm-hmm. such a thing as sexual emotional intelligence, and how they actually deal with uh, having. Um, uh, multiple sexual partners, just the repercussions of it, of this type yeah. of relationship. 
Well, we are now specifically talking about polyamory, mm. um, just going out and being promiscuous. Now, that's a total different story, and that's not what my my what I'm uh, talking about here tonight. You know, to just go out and pick up uh, men or women in a bar. Well, um, often people are not very uh, good with uh, using condoms or anything that prevent STIs because you might have had too much to drink, etc. But if it comes to polyamory, um, there is so much more thought that that goes into it. You don't just go, it's not about the sex. So you don't just find two people and, and the first thing you do is you have sex. So basically you find um, people through um, maybe on the online dating site um, and then you might just get to know each other and see if you are a good fit and you would be um, getting to know the person as, as friends and see if, you, if there's chemistry. Um, then, then you talk about rules because uh, there's so many uh, different types of um, relationships that you get in polyamory. For instance, you get you could just get a threesome. So you and your husband can just find another man or another woman, and and you, you make it a closed group. So um, that would be one example. Or you could have a primary um, relationship. It would be yourself and your husband, but then you have um, other people. Whether it's another couple or another man and woman, could be two couples. But th- these people would then be secondary, not secondary in status, but you would you and your husband would be the primary couple um and and these people are just joining your relationship uh and then as i, I talked about um there's there's quite a few rules um and i can go over a few of them uh, if you're interested in, yes. in what sort of rules um there are yes we're very interested yeah, you can go into, yeah. i just wanted to ask you before into before you go into them dr swart um, while yes. you were talking, something just 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 triggered in my mind. So, uh, polyamorous relationships can also happen within a marital environment. Oh, absolutely. So, if you're um, uh, if you're married, you decide you you want to open up your relationship, but in a in a, in a polyamorous um, type of relationship, because then there's rules. If, if you're just going to open it and just going to um, be promiscuous, well, that's not polyamorous because with polyamory, um, there's, it's a, a set, uh, it's a certain dynamic that um, that get um, that get evolved. Mm. I'm still struggling to understand, and I'm sorry, I don't want to harbour on this question. No, I think it's important, especially for for our listeners, just for, uh, as well. I think for me, just as an education, pro- what is still the difference in between polyamory and polygamy? Because um, when you when 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 you're in a polygamous marriage, the other wives know about 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 each other. Right, right, yeah. But often, uh, and what you're talking about, um, it, you could only have wives. Like, um, okay, I see you talk about you like Zuma and his six yes, wives. Yes, yes, that's exactly um, what I'm talking about. How's yeah. that different po- from polyamory? But I think, yeah, that's what I'm asking. No, polyamory means uh, you could have um, you could have two more couples join you. Okay. It, it becomes okay. more. It becomes more of a romantic relationship. And, and and often with romantic relationships, sometimes sex is important, mm. but sometimes um, in emotional intimacy and spiritual intimacy might be more important. Okay. So there's lots of uh, things that 
can can be different between the man and the woman. You know, the man might be more sexual, and the woman might want to be more emotional plus sexual. Okay, and I see. I think there you explained it as well. The difference there would be in a polygamous um, marriage or or relationship, well, marriage. It's the man who who has more wives, yes. and not vice versa, where the women can have more husbands as well. Hundred percent. Okay. Yes, and mm-hmm. often it is. It's based in in religion, yes. um, and you know, yeah. Okay. So if you can take us through the the steps and the and and what you yes. Yes, you know, and uh, there is. Uh, I, I will at some point tell you about uh, where people can find more information. But mm. um, these are just a few rules that that I have found that would be good if you um, either start as a couple or as, as a single person and you want to get um, one or two or quite a few people and you want to have a, a relationship with more than, you know, with a few people. Um, first of all, what, you need to make sure that um, everybody's on the same page, so they need to know what are the rules. Um, can we we be sexual? Can we? Um, can I just be sexual with the opposite sex? Same sex people alone. You know, they, there's there's all sorts of rules that um, you have to sort of custom um, make for the relationship. Um, you need to be compassionate. Uh, you know, it's much more complex when you're a whole bunch of people in a relationship. Um, you know, just to be to be in a relationship with two people is already complex, but throw in a, a few more, and it, it it becomes quite complex. I mean, I'm just thinking. I it would sound like you have a split personality, some kind of schizophrenia from 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 just listening oh. to it. <laughs> it's, 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 yes, oh colossal, it's colossal it sounds if you're not going to rush out and get a, a, a get a few together there but um then another rule would be uh don't rush uh into something one has to take your time develop good communication and good conflict resolution skills because believe me you're gonna need it um uh we're quickly gonna Jealousy will be triggered. That's one of the things. Insecurity will be triggered. Your self-confidence. If you're married and you look at your husband kissing another wife and it looks like he's having a better time or she might have a nicer body than you or he just isn't giving you that much attention, you might just start to get really jealous and, and you, or um, the other way around as well. Um, so you need to learn how to deal with jealousy. And again, I, I can give a few tips, or people can read about that as well. Um, you again, have to. I think I think it'll be good just to go into a little bit of the few tips that you'd want to give, especially for the for our listeners who are who are listening, yeah. who might have actually already started reading up about this, or who might have started exploring it as well. I think it's okay if you can share one or two tips with us as well. We've got a little bit about of time. the jealousy. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, there's nothing wrong with feeling jealous. I think most of us um, have um, experienced the feeling of jealousy, whether that is you you look at somebody else and they might be prettier or, you know, have a better job or um, it's so it's it's uh, a common uh, emotion. Um, but um, of course, when you get triggered um, in when you are in a situation like this, um, you've got to have to handle this jealousy because this is no time for drama, um, and and so to to uh, have a 
a plan ahead of time is a good uh, good start. Um, uh, there's a um, there's a saying that says that um, if you want to be um, insecure um, or if you are an insecure person, it is because you have had a lifetime of practice at it. Um, and that means if you want to be more secure, you're going to have to um, start to practice being more secure. And that is sometimes um, faking it till you make it. There is a saying like that. So you have to deal with that insecurity immediately when it shows up. And how do you practice to be self-confident? First, know that you have a choice. You can either feel um, insecure or you can say, I'm going to change the things that I believe about myself. Um, So the, the, the single hardest thing to do if you want to change your self image is to realize that it is a choice. And once you've made that step, the rest is easy. So step two is to act like someone who is self-confident, even though you might be triggered and you don't feel confident. Um, So control your actions and choose to act confident, even though it's uncomfortable. And number three is to practice. You become good at whatever you practice. Um, So again, um, if, if there's any uh, things in your mind that get triggered that says, um, oh, I am, uh, you know, I am a bad lover or I'm fat or, mm. oh, he's having such a great time. I can't be that good of a lover. Then all you say to yourself in your head is, no, these are false. And I choose not to believe them anymore. Um, and then actually make a list of things that are good and sexy about you. And then keep that written list of things you like about yourself in your pocket. And when you find yourself feeling insecure, you you pull it out of your wallet or your pocket and you read um, all the reasons why you should be feeling secure. Mm. So um, practice, practice, practice. Yes. And Dr. Sot, we've got a few SMS questions. Um, yeah. If I can just ask you quickly. Um, one is, I'm already in a relationship, but I want it to be open. Does this mean I'm not in love with my partner anymore? Okay, um, n- not at all, because one can love one can love more than one person. Um, but I want to caution this person: uh, one can only have an open relationship if both people are on board. Um, so, my ha- uh, I'm, I'm wondering what will happen if if you tell your partner I want an open relationship, and and your partner says. Hell no. Um, I married you for monogamy and no, we are not going to open this relationship. So you can't just open it up because um, you want to open it up. Then it's going to be cheating. Hmm. Okay. And then the other one is how can I initiate this kind of conversation with my partner? We have both cheated on each other, but I think things would be better if we had an open relationship. Um, yeah. This is Claire in Goodwood. Yeah, hi Claire. Yeah, you know, it's um, always best to start a conversation with something like to say, you know, I was listening to the radio um, last night and there was some woman talking about open relationships and I just want to know, you know, what are your feelings about it? Because if he's going to totally shoot it down um, at that point, 
um, there's no point in in sort of pushing it further. Um, then you have to wait until uh, there's a time where he's more calm, maybe a day later or a few days later, and maybe uh, print out something from the internet um, that um, what, that what resonates with Claire that you know that there is a choice. Some people choose to have open relationships, and um, then then he can read about it and and, and then. Maybe he might have a change of heart and say, yeah, with all these rules, I don't mind to also to open it up, but we need these rules. And sometimes rules are, can be things like, um, I don't want you to have a have a, have a sexual relationship with, with a friend of ours. It has to be somebody we don't know. You have to be safe. Um, always use condoms. And sometimes there is, they even say, um, don't tell me what you've done. I, I, you know, just come back and I don't, or other people use it as a fantasy to spark their sex life and say, come and just tell me what you've done. And then they, then they, then they have sex and almost ride on the um, fantasy of what just happened with, uh, with the partner and the other person. Why are, I just have a question. I've got another question that came in through an SMS, but before I go to the question, I just have a burning question for myself. I mean, um, sexual relationships are already such a complicated, complicated yeah. thing, even if it's just the two of you. What are the um, underlying reasons in your experience, or if you've seen any, that people really, really then go into such a such a relationship, especially from a, a sexual satisfaction point of view and getting, a, and, and getting either cu- another couple to be part of this relationship? What are the yeah. what, what are what are the what are the drivers? What are the benefits of 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 such a, a relationship? Yeah, well, you're asking great questions. Well, um, of course, the, I mean, uh, there could be benefits, but they, it could also be a, a major um, uh, disaster, <laughs> <laughs> and we never know that ahead of time, right? <laughs> Um, sometimes we try something and it, uh, you know, you think maybe, I, wow, I thought I could handle a third person because my husband kept on saying he wants me to see me with another woman and okay, let's, I'm on, I'm an open person, let's do it. And then when it, when it, when now it's reality, um, I get freaked out because he, I, I see him looking at the other woman more than he looks at me. So then it's a bit of a disaster. Um, so, so can you just repeat your question again? All I'm saying is, if, if ever we want to venture into the open field uh, and and away from this protected monogamous relationship, uh, you, we really have to already have a secure base in the relationship. Mm, mm, you mm. can't do it if you're already not trusting your partner. Mm. You have a you have to have a strong relationship, it, 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 and and having somebody else on board needs to add to your relationship and not make it into a, a the final straw that broke the camel's back. Um, no, my question was, what are the benefits of such a relationship? Because I think even though there are rules, we all know, as we've seen in society, um, marriage, a monogamous relationship has always had rules, and it's based on a premise of understanding and trust and commitment. But even through yes. those, we've started seeing cracks, hence so many divorce rates. So my question yes. was around, with already that being complex and relationship being complex in their nature, why would people then go into such a relationship and what are the benefits of, in what you've seen, what are the benefits of polyamory? 
Right. Well, um, as I, um, as you've said yourself, um, some people, they are in, in committed relationships and then they start, uh, after the honeymoon phase is over, they start to, uh, the sex life is not that great and start to fight more, etc., etc. So they start to fantasize about being with other people and and sometimes they put their relationship on autopilot and the relationship is just not that great. So many people are in relationships where it's just on autopilot. Mm. Now, the, what are the benefits of um, uh, maybe there might be less of a divorce rate if you sort of in, um, have more of your ne- needs met. If you mm-hmm. have six people, uh, maybe you are with a partner that is not very sexual, and now you are with these six people, um, your your sexual needs might get um, uh, be met by who knows how many people might be sexual. Um, so. Perhaps you, it would save the, the primary relationship, you and your partner, because now everybody can have so many, many more of their um, needs met. Mm. So that was probably mm. could be the, the, the advantage. Okay. Um, the last question that we got from the, our SMSs is, I have difficulty being consistent in a relationship. If the sex is not good, I get tired of being, a pers- of being with that person. What does that say about me? Yeah, well, I think um, so many people feel that way. Uh, The biggest problem that that, that couples tell me is that one wants to have more sex and the other one uh, isn't that interested. Uh, So it's your typical desire discrepancy problem. Now, one way to deal with it could be to cheat or to leave the relationship, but that wouldn't be the one that I would be uh, um, suggest recommending. Uh, to have a better sex life, you have to talk to your partner, sit down and ask each other, what exactly would you like in the sexual relationship? And you can write a menu, almost like a buffet. What can we do more of? What can we do less of? Mm. And if, if if we don't know um, what, you know, we can all, always go to the internet to get a few ideas as well. I mean, instead of just walking away from, from a relationship every time the sex gets boring, one could invest in the relationship, invest in the sexual relationship. You know, go and watch some videos, educational videos on YouTube. You can read um, on uh, by Googling stuff. And there's sex toys that you can buy from also from the internet stores. So there's lots of things that you can do to invest in your sexual relationship um, and not just every time taking packing up your bags and leave mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, because that becomes... Um, sort of a uh, yeah it's it's it wouldn't work yes so in your experience do you find that um because i mean you've just given a few advice that people can do do you find that people are instead of trying to work it out because i think the burning issue and this come consistently quite a lot in our conversation and some of the questions the three questions that we received uh, through sms's from our listeners as well kind of indicate that that the underlying factor of a problem in relationships is the sex part. Is this not something that, and I think you've advised a bit about uh, sex toys and all of that, but is, is it not something that couples should perhaps first look at making it work, the two of them, 
and see what other things they can do to excite each other besides pulling in a, another person or a fourth person, um, in your view and in your experience, <laughs> isn't it maybe the first port that people should start at? I love what you just said because um, the, I, I, I hope that I was clear to say we, you don't throw up a um, open a relationship mm, if mm. your your own relationship with the sex sort of mm. is 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 not is, you're not good. so you basically just want to open it up to get that sexy twenty year old or something mm. um, that that is not going to you 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 the two of the the couple needs to have a um, a good relationship and and um, before you bring in other people and 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 of course uh, that means secure not major jealousy etc um and 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 but as i say most of us are do have jealousy traits so um in in these relationships people are just um told uh, taught how to master it and and how to deal with it so they deal with it better than maybe uh, most of us that that have never re- learned how to deal with with jealousy but yeah no before you you uh, go anywhere you've got a they say charity starts at home and mm, and, mm. and and but it's hard to talk about sex and to tell yes, your partner that you you're not they're not that great um in the bed and so on and and that's why it often that people get stuck and then five years go past and, and still the same elephant in the bedroom. So so I always recommend people to seek professional help to so that the person can help them through the impasse. Um, yeah, we are, if you just um, joined in on the show, um, we're talking to Dr. Swart and the last hour of our show, and we're talking about polyamory relationships and the sexual health thereof. Um, um, Dr. Swart, thank you for your time. We're going to just uh, try and wrap up now. I just have one or two more questions for you before we close um, this really, really topical conversation. Um, in your experience, uh, have you ever had to deal with polyamorous relationships in your counseling? Have you have have you had these multiple couples coming to see you with some oh. issues that they've dealt with? No, I haven't. Okay, uh, but but that doesn't uh, you know I, I I don't know where they go and uh, maybe they I don't know. But I have had people uh, come to see me to say to uh, that would tell me, listen, I. Um, I don't think monogamy works for me. I'm now divorced. I'm in a transition stage. And I think what I want now is an open relationship. So I'm interested in polyamory. Uh, And then I would, of course, help them with get all the information, etc. So no, I've never had, say, 10 people in the relationship come to see me. Mm. Is this idea still considered taboo? In, 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 in the world that we live in, do, do people talk more about it? I must say, I, I, it was the first time I, I've, I've heard of the, of the term and, and, and I've always known of swingers, I've always known of polygamy, but I've never heard of polyamory. So uh, is it something yes. that's still taboo in our, in our society? Uh, yeah, you know, I, it sounds if if um, because uh, even you know I haven't been in South Africa that long. It's only been three years. I've left for many many years, and I wouldn't even know where to find the, uh, because I know in other big cities there, are, um, you, you know where where to find the groups. Mm. Um, so I don't even know if there is some headquarters somewhere. Um, I have no idea. Um, um, so, so, I, but as you say, you would think it's maybe more taboo because we all know. Well, we, I'm sure it's easier to find the BDSM group, uh, people that are interested in that or in swingers. I'm sure we can find that quickly. 
Um, can this kind of relationship also indicate the changing sexual sexual role of women in relationships? Because it seems like, and, and I mean from our conversations, it seems like it is no longer just the men who are enjoying the sexual freedoms anymore. It feels like women have have uh, have got now a, a choice to make as well, and they can decide what they want to do with their sexual lives and their sexuality for that matter. Yeah, women have come a long way since the birth control and the sexual revolution. Before that, I don't think women's sexuality was much important. Um, you know, men didn't uh, make a point of giving women or trying to uh, stimulate women the way they wanted to be stimulated. I think it was just wham, bang, thank you, ma'am. Uh, but then suddenly women... Um, became aware that they were sexual beings and that they had the right to ask for what they wanted and that there were things like orgasms out there and toys and we have to thank Fifty Shades of Grey for <laughs> uh, for changing women's lives quite a bit the past few years. Mm. Uh, yeah, so women are really taking control and, um, and um, want better sex lives. Yeah. Um, thank you, Dr. Swart. Um, as we close off, can you just please, please share with our listeners our website or areas where they can find a bit more information on polyamory? I would love to do that. Yes. Um, now, just where I had it in front of me, so let's see where is it. Um, there is, if you want to date somebody that is an uh, of an open persuasion, uh, you can go to OKCupid. Okay and I guess it's got com, I'm not sure, but the the word is OKCupid, C-U-P-I-D. Um, then there, if you want to read more about polyamory, um, there's a book called The Ethical Slut by D. Easton <laughs> and J. Hardy. Ethical <laughs> <laughs> Slut. And then there's two um, links for websites, uh, than 2 dot com or www.polyamory.org. Thanks, Dr. Sword. Uh, yes. Thank you so much and thank you for talking to us about such a I think an overnight live. Welcome back. You're listening to the overnight show with myself, Colossa Matigizela. It is now quarter to one. Um, we were talking about polyamory. And uh, we were talking to Dr. Swart about such a topical issue. And I think um, we must also acknowledge the fact that we live in a free society where I think many of us have got the choice of freedom of speech, freedom of living the way we want, and freedom, I would like to say, of sexuality as well. We can decide what we want to do with, well, with our relationships, with our, sexual, with our sexual orientation. And I think we as a radio station we're responsible to allowing ourselves to explore this without necessarily saying that as a radio station we condone such activities but I mean it is a topic that is out there polyamory does exist polyamory is growing within our society and it is great to explore this and try and understand because as they say in learning there is wisdom and therefore people can decide what they want to do with their lives so I think it is important if you can call us on 021 Five, you can tweet us at, at Cape Talk. You can SMS us at 31567. And if you are shy, please send us your voice notes to 072-5671-1567. Um, 
tell us what you think about polyamory. Or if you are in a relationship like that, what has been your experience if you want to share with our listeners? And if you are exploring such a relationship, what are the hurdles that you've, that you've faced with? I must say for me, it's been a new concept and it's been an, a learning just to find that as we live as people and society changes and the world evolves, there's so much happening out there and so many choices that people have and how they want to live their lives. Thank you very much uh, for, 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 for to Dr. Swart who spoke to us about that and really 